ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Plank and Sell Show with Mark. Celebrating its 10-year anniversary, dominating the podcast world. Now sit back and relax, and let's welcome your host, Blake, Sal, and Mark! Welcome to the Blake Sal Show with Mark, episode number 458. I'm your host, Blake, and I am officially here at Wrestling Burnout, so this is going to be a very fun show for us. Let me bring on my co-host. First of all, the biggest deal in podcasting, a man who legitimately now has a meme saying he's the biggest deal in podcasting. <laughs> Sal, how you doing? Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Yeah, you officially have a meme. I just love the picture because I look all like happy. That picture is, I took a picture of you and me from like when I was in town. That's a picture of you and me. I just looked me out of it. (laughs) When we were at the lunch. When we were at the lunch. (laughs) That's what it's from. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let's bring on our other co host, the man that's legend, a wrestling historian. The guy who actually, we actually opened up the house today because it is gorgeous here finally in Wisconsin. Mark Dad, how you doing? Doing well, gentlemen. And, and, Sal, I hope they got your good side when they got the picture. He did. By the way, okay, so because he paused for a second, he said gentleman and Sal, like Sal's not a gentleman. Sal is is a gentleman. Oh my god. Sal so, right. is questionable, yes. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're opening up the show with our tradition of, of of opening with the winners of the WrestleMania main events. And it's so crazy to say that Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens won the WrestleMania main event. But that is what happened. And we opened last week's show with KO. So this week we open up with Sammy Zayn. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've been waiting years to open up the yep. show with this song. So we're good. <laughs> I haven't ever even used this song before. So there we go. So that's just fun and exciting. So I, I joke that it's finally gorgeous here. When I, I, I literally texted Mandy when I was working this morning saying, I am so fucking sick of this rain. <laughs> it has been raining nonstop since like Thursday night until right right now. <laughs> until right now, like I am, I'm recording this on Wednesday. I am so sick of rain, and I work and I drive in it, and I drove home in T2, from T2E2 on Friday in a fucking torrential downpour, and like it, it was insanity. Hey, hey, hey. So, yeah, up north the river levels are so high, and now they're worrying about flooding in in the streets and. The township, so we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. So tomorrow you're going to hear my review from T2E2. So the second half of my review, I was planning on recording it at the con, but I had to run out the door and try to get to my car so I can get on the expressway and get home. Well, I got stuck in literal standstill traffic for 45 minutes. So I'm like, you know what? I'm making a microphone. I'm going to record while I'm sitting here in standstill traffic. I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving. So I'm just going to sit here and record a show before the second half of the podcast. So the second half of the podcast each week is coming up on Saturday morning is me sitting in my car in standstill traffic in Chicago, in downtown Chicago at five in the afternoon. So that's fun. Why not? So let's get into this. We have, all, we have a bunch of stuff to get through. I'm hoping not to be here a long, that long today. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling well. You know, Sal told me he's not feeling well. I think I caught, I think I caught a cold at the con. So like I just want I just want to get in and out of here this week, but we do have a lot of things to get into. So help support the show by the you can find the show and our products we work on at theblakeshousefor.com. Sell. Yeah, you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, uh, 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 gold staples, which you can't really see because of the background, and more <laughs> uh, from our T Public store. Click on the T Public link on our site, or go to T Public and search the Blake's House Show. Hey, do we have our Blake and Sal show with Mark candy bars in yet? No, that's not a thing. That <laughs> item actually available. I do have a. I, I'm drinking out of a, a, new, a different cup now. I'm pulling a Mandy and drinking out of a Stanley cup. 
She got me one for work. So I'm like, maybe I put a sticker on here just because I can't. Maybe I'll do that. No, I use it every fucking day. I might as well put a sticker on it or something, you know? I, I did just get my Nadine and Mandy show sticker and put it next to my Blake and Sasha 10th year anniversary sticker on my tablet piece. So, oh, like, that's cool. That was fun to do. Hey, like, by the way, anybody have a Snickers bar that I can borrow? Why? I do. <laughs> I, I'm just chosen for a Snickers ever since I... Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's right here. The, 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 like a towel sticker and the oh. individual sticker on my tablet case. <laughs> it's right next there to you. Go. So there right. you go. All right. All right. Let's go to break. We'll come right back. All right. Uh, as always, go pick up I Know I Am, Mandy's book, available on Amazon, Barnes Noble, and Arntap Publishing in English and in Spanish. And it sounds like I'm in a bit of a rush, but literally right before we came on the air, I had just finished editing this week's episode of the Aiden and Mandy Show. That's going to go up a little bit before us on, on Friday morning. So go listen to that if you haven't listened to it already. I okay. If you if you want to hear somebody get drunker and drunker as the show goes on, this is the show for you. <laughs> One of your hosts is drunk. One is not. You figure it out by the end of it. It's almost shots, like shots, shots, it's shots. Like, although somebody made drinks and made two really strong drinks, and you could hear it by the end of the show. And oh. I could, I did my best to edit around it. I did my best, but there's not a whole lot you can really do over. You know what I mean? Like when you hear somebody getting drunker. Then again, I can't really talk because a couple of weeks ago. Um, those two episodes of Puck the Polishes run up right before our anniversary. You uh-huh. can literally hear me and Mandy getting higher and higher as those episodes continue. Because we took a jummy <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. And we're not thinking anything of it because we figured we'd done it in an hour. But we went over two hours in two different episodes. And you can hear, by the end of the second episode, we're literally just giggling to each other because we're so fucking high. <laughs> I know which host was drunk. I guarantee you may. Okay, well, let's get into this real fast. Um... What's funny is I looked at my notes. I have like a whole, I have a little, I have a separate notepad of like history stuff. Hang on. I have a separate notepad for the Blake House show in history stuff for this week in history. And like I had a whole bunch of stuff for like this month. It's not because really we went like weeks without anything. And now we have a whole shitload of stuff for like the month of April. So this week we are going for April 1st, April 7th, because that's the week we're here. And um, dad's walking away for some reason. And um, okay. show moments. I wanted him to be here because one of the first show moments involved him. On April 3rd, 2013, was Dad's first show. Yeah. First appearance on the show, episode number two, with that day. And actually, if you listen to our archives last Thursday, you can hear his first appearance. Um, April 7th, 2014, Sal, you were here in Wisconsin. And you and me sat down and did a live review of WrestleMania 30. That was before... The world ended. Well, that was right. It was literally the funny part is that was the day after WrestleMania after Undertaker's streak ended. So like, you're like, you sound so fucking depressed. It's actually it's crazy. I, I listened back. I put it up in an archive like a month or two ago, and you sound so freaking depressed. <laughs> it's crazy. No, I am. <laughs> okay, uh, first appearances. First of all, Jason Powell, and I love the fact he put you on the red sheet. By the way, he um, he was on the show April fourth, twenty thirteen. Boo. 20, 20, okay, April 6, 2017, Brian Fritz made his first appearance on this show. 20, nice. April 5th, 2018, Rich Fan made his debut yeah. on the show. That was five years ago. I cannot believe he's been a part of this show for five years. That is crazy to me. And um, three years ago in our in the pre-WrestleMania um, the pre-WrestleMania um, show that was in the um, Performance Center, we had Zach Hadorn make his debut on this show as well. So yeah. that was that was a weird show because like that was hysterical because if you look back at that show, it's like we have like Zach Hador and an edited segment. Kyle Crane's on the show, CJ's on the show, Manny's on the show because none of us had anything else to do. So like everyone just jumped on the show. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird episode. And for WrestleMania, that was also bizarre. So yeah. well that being said, let's do this. And now let's get into the crazy world of professional wrestling. Well, I guess we should really start with the biggest news. And I'm so glad I found that. Um, never gets old. I'm glad I have that back. So, um, we'll, we'll get to WrestleMania. We'll get to the weekend. But we have to start with Monday morning. Because when we all woke up on Monday morning, there was news that Endeavor had purchased WWE. <laughs> That's a sentence I did not expect to say in April. Not going to lie, did not expect to be talking about this in April. Uh-huh. But Endeavor purchased WWE for $9.6 billion. Not worth it, but okay. For um, 51% of the share of the company, it will be merging with UFC. 
under a new company, under Endeavor, um, that will form later. It will be on the stock market. WWE will no longer be on the stock market near the end of the year. It will be under a new UFC. It will be under the code TKO. I am not kidding you. That will be their thing on the on the stock market. I'm not joking about that. They don't have a company name officially yet. Do they stand for Tony Khan? <laughs> um, so that is the big news. Vince McMahon is on the board um, with Nick Khan and Dana White. We're not going to go through that whole spiel right now. I'm going to say right now, we're not going to spend the whole time on this because it's not nothing is going to be official till the end of the year. By the end of the summer, things are not going to be official. The company is not going to be – all the information, it's still fresh. Um, I'm also, as I said at the top of the show, I'm very burnt out. And I am so sick and tired of hearing about Vince McMahon. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about how he may or may not have been on their creative staff on Monday. He was. Good for him. And guess what? If he was just on Monday, I hope I hope that was one of those things where, I'm in LA. I'm going to have fun in my old seat. We'll find out Friday. That's one of those things where, that's the way color things happened. He was in the building. He's like, hey, Hunter, I'm going to sit in my seat and do my, sorry, hey, Paul, I'm going to sit in my seat and do my thing for a day. Fucked up the entire show. Even though I didn't think it was as bad as everyone says. Apparently, people in the building loved the show. People in the building really enjoyed themselves. Eh, what do they know? They were in the building paid to be there. They were paid to be there. You're the the crappy one at home that went to bed early. uh... (laughs) From what I understand, he started in one place and ended up in Gorilla as the night went on. Well, well, for what I'm hearing, he was in Gorilla all night. But I, I don't care at this point. I think by the time we... Because I'm going to tell people, I'm going to be taking people behind the scenes of the show right now. We will not be talking about WWE on this show again for like three weeks. Yay. Because next week, um, South Enemy is going to be here next week because me and Dad are going to be at AW with Mandy and CJ, so that's going to be next week's show. The week after that, it's a birthday show that's not going to, it's completely breaking format that Sal didn't even know about yet. And then the week after is an archive show. So we're not going to be talking WWE until Backlash in like three weeks. So yeah. I'm not going to stress about who's behind creative right now because all we know is by SmackDown, everything will be back to normal. Or people complained enough where the Endeavor freaking person in charge of Endeavor said to Vince, cut the shit out. You're ruining your own show and ruining your own ratings because now Vince has a boss. Vince actually has a boss now. So that's another thing we have to look into. So um, Sal, thoughts on the Endeavor deal and anything I just kind of fenced it about? Um, I mean, I guess it's better than what we were fearing was going to happen, which would have been the Saudis buying. Yeah. Um, I agree with so that. I guess we're thankful for that. I just don't know how, because you know, you know, some point down the road, there's going to be some sort of WWE, UFC combo thingy going on. You know what's funny? I, I thought about that. I don't know how that would even work. In fact, uh, like, and, and most, like, I can see UFC people being on WWE television. Like, we had celebrities at WrestleMania. It's the same thing. It really is no different than a Bad Bunny or a Snoop Dogg or a um, that guy from, I can't think of the um, the other player that was involved. Like, it's the same difference, really. Unless unless one of them's going to train. Like, I think Conor McGregor actually wants to train to be a wrestler. If that's the case, that's cool. Right. Or like a Ronda Rousey. But, like, I don't see that being as big of a problem. Because of New South, sorry. No, um, but, yeah, I mean... My my other my other worry is you know you you made it uh, known to me about their pay per view format because I was confused as to why people were complaining about. Oh, I should probably explain that, shouldn't I? I should probably explain yeah, that. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah. UFC it um, yeah. had to deal with ESPN Plus, which by the way expires in twenty twenty five, and on ESPN Plus the pay per views are over there, and they give ESPN the right to name the price of the pay per views. And so all their pay-per-views are like $75, $70, to $80. WWE's contract with Peacock is not expired for 2026, so we don't have to worry about that right now. But that's what the whole controversy is about. So, and by the way, there was a big news story that came out of WWE recently to the, to the, to the press people that said, tell people not to worry because we have to honor our contracts. And the contract says Peacock for 2026. So we'll just put that out there. Right. But, um, I mean... I was also thinking about it too. I mean, WWE still has the WWE Network. They could very easily bring it back into the United States, merge it with UFC, and call it whatever the fuck they want to call it. Whatever the company's called. <laughs> yeah, and then do it that way. But which again, would not be a terrible idea. That would not be terrible. 
Like, that would not yeah. be bringing the UFC people over. They have a huge audience. WWE has a huge audience. Right. They probably raise the price a little bit. It won't be 10 bucks, but like, they raise the price a little bit. And that's not bad. Right. I think it's a problem, you know? I wouldn't even mind yeah. if it was like 25 bucks a month if we're getting everything. If we're still getting everything we're getting right now, you know? Well, yeah, I guess. I guess time will tell. It's sort of like Disney and ESPN Plus and Hulu raised their prices, but nobody really bitched because everyone gets a lot of stuff from that package. It's the yeah. same mentality. Like, <laughs> Dad, your thoughts on everything here? Uh, like, Sasa's time will tell how this is going to work out and who's going to basically be the uh, be-all, end-all, the guru of everything. My thing is, is my understanding is before Endeavor bought WWE, they were high on it because of what Paul has done with the product and raised it up where it was so successful and popular they figured, man, we got to jump on this now when we have the chance, and they did. Now, when someone else wants to kind of take control and monkey around and everything, I don't think that should be done because you're, like, sabotaging your product to fail. Why? I don't get it. You shouldn't. Don't mess with it. People like it. People are watching. You got the attention of a company. You're in a big umbrella now. Don't fuck it up. That's all I'm going to say. I can agree with that sentiment. I can agree with that sentiment big time. And again, his mindset's probably like, well, fuck you. I got my money. I can do whatever I want. Again. Well, at the same time, though, he has a boss. Like I said, he does have a boss. And I can't think of his name right now. But I'm going to learn the guy's name. But if he sees the ratings going down because Vince is interfering, he mm-hmm. can actually say something. Vince actually has to answer somebody now. That's the what? difference. When Vince was in charge... Yeah, fuck, we were all screwed because Vince didn't have to answer anybody. Now he has to answer to somebody. But so the other thing taking count too is all the other pending lawsuits against Vince. Also true. Well, you know, when is a company gonna say, you know what, we don't need this bad press? Dad, you dad, 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 I'm gonna say one thing. Dana White right. slapped his wife on New Year's Eve. And nothing was done. Yes. Nothing was done. I know. So just keep that in mind. That doesn't mean damn damn thing when Dana White slapped his wife and nobody cared. And just make just make Vince the janitor and have him sweep once in a while. Again, I, I, for instance, if they want him, in, if they want him on the board, and they want him there, if he wants to be, I know he loves doing behind the scenes stuff and he loves making the deals and he loves wheeling right, and dealing. Right. Do that. Right. Good for right. you. I don't understand why you're working at seventy-eight, but good for you. I, I still don't have a clue why a seventy-year-old man that a multi-billion dollar that just sold his family company for near ten billion dollars wants to work. I have zero yeah. clue. <laughs> I have no idea. He's, he's one of these. He's a workaholic personality. If he doesn't work, he's afraid he's gonna. His die? health are gonna decline and he's gonna die. I, that's, I, that's I, I, I don't understand it. Like this got brought up on on the Curtin Roberts show. Like, how can you be seventy eight years old, knowing you have a shit ton of money, like more money than anyone knows what to do with, and still right. need, and still think you need to work. He's afraid okay. to relinquish control. That's all it's well, all Well, he just about. did. Well, technically, he just did. Technically, he just did. Yep. All right. Um, let's get to the rest of my new weekend. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I did not watch nearly as many shows as last year, mainly because I wasn't home on Friday. <laughs> so, I wasn't home Friday, and so I did not watch nearly as much as I did last year. I do want to quickly go through the weekend of shows before we get to WrestleMania. First of all, Hall of Fame. It was a good show. It was short and sweet. To the point. Um, I'm not going to go through everything. Dad, don't go on a, don't go on a rant, marathon rant when I say this, but any overall thoughts on the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I, I think it was well done. Uh, having five inductees, I think, is plenty. Yes. Um, and it was very widespread. I mean, you had the Oreo reward where someone really, really deserved it. Oh, yeah, of course. And and unfortunately, that person's longer here. You had the legend and Muta. You had the upcoming legend in Mysterio. You had the female person, and 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 basically, you you kind of covered the gambit, so no one can be offended in this. I will say this one thing: I enjoyed the whole ceremony. I, I'm still trying. To, I think Conan did his did his induction speech like I'm never going to be on the stage probably ever again. So I'm going to say everything I want to say in my life, 
and praise <laughs> everything and talk Spanish and talk about Mexico and go on this whole thing. I cracked up at that because I'm like, this is a man that knows he'll never be on this stage again. There's no way in hell he's going to the whole Fame. So this is his moment to enjoy himself. <laughs> it was actually really funny to watch that. Um, okay, Super Card of Honor, Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. Um, I watched I, I watched this one on Saturday morning. I thought this was a good show. I thought the production value, they upgraded all the production. They upgraded all the belts. They put a lot of money into this. Like, they did a yep. great job with this show. Like, they did a great job. Like, I thought it was a really well-done show. I did not see the pre-show because I didn't know there was a pre-show. Much like the last... The problem with these Rick of Honor shows is I don't watch them... I don't watch... On every week, I don't watch them live. So when you don't watch them live, you don't know there's a pre-show. And so there was like four or five matches on the pre-show. I'm not going back to watch them. So anyone uh, how the re pre-show went, let me know. I have no idea. Didn't watch it. Because it was an hour of some programming that I didn't bother. Like, I didn't even watch Ring of Honor programming last week. Because I didn't have the time. Didn't have the mm-hmm. time. Didn't watch that. Didn't watch Rampage. Had no time. I had my own shows to watch. Uh, I'm glad I paid for this show. It was really a lot of fun. Um, they highlight some. Samoa Joe did meet Briscoe. Bar- Bar- that surprised me. That was a big surprise mm-hmm. for me. Uh, I have a real feeling Briscoe will be holding that belt eventually. This They're just waiting and waiting to do it. <laughs> The Lucha Bros won the Reach of the Sky ladder match to win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Dante Martin did get hurt in this match. The damn Martin brothers cannot stay healthy. Those two cannot stay healthy. Uh, um, the biggest surprise for me, bigger than Samoa Joe, was Kazuchika Shibata winning. I, winning the ROH Pure Championship from Wheel Yuta. This stunned me. I was shocked. And then wow. he didn't even win it. He won it in dominating fashion. Like, oh. it was amazing. I was like, what am I seeing? Um, so that happened. He kicked Wheeler's ass. Yeah, it was one of those things where he literally used Wheeler's, Wheeler's game against him. It was insane. I never, Yuta had not grabbed a rope break in his last six pure matches. He was all three of them in this match. I'm like, this is crazy. I couldn't believe it. Um, it, it, it was like watching a master. It really was. Taking the student and basically, you know, the student being too big for his britches and saying, you think you can beat me? Okay, let's go. All right. Um, and then Claudio Castanelli did beat Eddie Kingston to retain the ROH Championship. I'm not a fan of this move, but I think Eddie's going to win the title eventually. Um, they did end the show setting up, I think, something with the um, Blackpool Combat Club and Kingston and Shibata. So that's interesting for the future. I'm all yep. for that. Um, NXT Stand Deliver, another good show. A good show by there, Sandra Sal. You actually did watch this one. So your thoughts on NXT Stand Deliver overall thoughts with that before we go through the big highlights? I was right about Indy. Yes. <laughs> you were. I was the only one right about Indy. I didn't think about I didn't think that I didn't think she was gonna win at all. I honestly didn't think she was gonna win. I mean, what's interesting now, the whole storyline now is that she won, but now she is being called a beautiful champion. Which is very okay. intriguing. Very intriguing. It's actually a good storyline point. Because now they're, like, they're, they're mm-hmm. setting up challengers for her. Like, they had Zoe Stark challenger on Tuesday. Corey Jade came back and attacked her. Tiffany Stratton's going after her. Like, she actually has actual, like, women wrestlers to feud with her. Which is awesome. It's actually making for really good television. Dexter Loomis. Well, Dexter wasn't on this week. But Dexter did help her. That was cool. Yeah. The way he did it was just... That was uh, surprising. I laughed so hard because his head's like between her legs. I thought, okay, fast. And Hurtler won the ladder match to win the NXT championship. There you go. I said, say it real fast. Um, watching Dexter Lumis pop out, the crowd go crazy for him. And then climb up, then help her climb up the ladder with his head between her legs made me laugh so damn hard. Uh, I'm like, and the funny part, and the funny part is, it's like, Technically, storyline, he's, he's his, her husband. So technically, he can do whatever he wants with his head between her legs. Nobody's going to care. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm in that kind of mood. I'm just saying. <laughs> I always, and, and I was praying to make sure that, hey, don't slip off the ladder. Please don't slip off the ladder. Especially when you're carrying Indy and all of a sudden she slips off your shoulders. Not a good thing to do. Um. Yeah, the other thing I will say quickly is... um. What was I saying? Uh, Alpha Fire and Isla Dawn, those crazy kinky bitches, they won the they won the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship and finally encountered James. I am so sick of this, this story, but I still want to see how it ends. Um, <laughs> I'm so done with it, but I'm happy to see you continue. It's weird. Um, by the way, Wesley did retain. So did um, Gallus, because Joe Coffey is back. Um, that's interesting. 
And the big main event was Carmelo Hayes beating Braun Breaker to win the yeah. NXT Championship. And then, on Tuesday, Braun Breaker turned heel. We had a double turn on Tuesday night where Carmelo turned face and Braun turned heel by breeding <laughs> up Carmelo and Trick. I was stunned. That was one of the most surprising in the NXT I've seen in a long, long time. <laughs> I never saw it coming. No way in hell. I thought it was like a send-off for Braun. We're done. All of a sudden, he clotheslines Carmelo. And I'm like, wait, what? What are we doing? <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he, he was gracious at stand and deliver, and all of a sudden now come NXT, it's like you got time to think about it, so what are you going to do? You're going to react, and he did. Yeah, I was stunned, but I was happy about it too. I was stunned. Um, yeah, I mean, where else in the world of NXT can you have people treating, you know, babyface and, 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 and uh, heels in a, in a matter of moments? Very true. I thought it was well done. And I thought it was entertaining, and I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued now more than I was, and than anything else brought Breaker in a very very long time. Since we're on NXT, we also have to uh, mention that there are uh, a tag team that will no longer be with NXT. Oh yeah, well, because veterans after the release, and they're released. It, I'm not gonna bullshit. You. It's not that big of a deal to me. No, I it mean, really isn't that big of a deal. I'm, I'm sorry, were, but it's not. They weren't. <laughs> They weren't used properly or correctly, and I think they had no. They didn't know what to do with them. As I said to you, and I said to Sal, and I said to Mandy, Mm -hmm. they they were the third most important part in a faction nobody cared about. (laughs) (laughs) That's the they're they're in the schism as a tag team. Everyone likes them as as real veterans. They went in the schism. Nobody cared about the schism, but they're 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 more people behind Joe Gacy and Eva. (laughs) <laughs> More people care about Eva than them. So I can't blame them for not wanting to be in the company anymore. I really don't blame them. And then their match gets pushed to the pre-show. So, like, I don't really blame them at all for wanting to leave. Well, let's see what happens with Joe Gacy and Eva. See what happens. Uh, moving on, other shows. I know you guys didn't see. I'll talk a little more quickly. Impact New Japan, Multiverse of Madness. I was very disappointed by this show. I paid for this show. And so I can say I was very disappointed. The Yay. venue sucked. The venue sucked. The lighting was terrible. Um, the show wasn't the that sound. good. The show wasn't that good. I would. I understand they were dealing with injury because they lost Osprey, they lost Josh Alexander, they lost Mickey James. I get it. You mm-hmm. lost three of your big people. I understand. But come on, put on a more entertaining damn show. You're a part of WrestleCon. This is not a good show, and I was disappointed. Really disappointed by this because I enjoyed their pay per view last year. Like I really enjoyed it last year, and this year was really disappointing. So, would you say the production quality overall sucked? Um, okay. Do you, do you remember Ring of Honor television? And um, they they had like a spotlight on the ring, and yeah, all that yeah. kind of all the crappy old TV. That was better than this. Because <laughs> the wow. reason they left the ring, they that's, moved the that's, spotlight. That, <laughs> that's that's when Ring of Honor was on HD net. No, yeah, no, okay. think about this. At least when they left the ring. They moved the spotlight over to the wrestlers outside the ring. <laughs> they didn't even do that. <laughs> like, Are you not on. paying these people? You're not paying these people? I was stunned right how bad that? this was. I was stunned how bad it was. But not bad. Over in the collective, the two shows I watched from the collective, George Nell's Spring Break 6. Fantastic fucking show. I had so much fun watching the show. It was great. Headlined by fucking um, Speedball Mike Bailey and, um, and Vikingo. That was one of the headline matches of this show. Like, fucking amazing. Wow. That that match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Phenomenal. Evan Big Gay Brunch, as always. Great show. Really enjoyed myself. I, I love that show so much. I don't know how many people on it, but I ended up having a lot of fun anyway. And there is a UK version coming. I know our boy John's going next month. We'll, we'll talk to him about that when he mm-hmm. comes on for um, Double or Nothing. Um, oh, one more thing from NXT before I leave and we go to WrestleMania. Um, did you hear the announcement that NXT is running a running a PLE head to head with Double or Nothing? <laughs> yep. And, and, and Sal and, is shaking and, his head. Sal is shaking his head, and I am laughing because what's funny about it is it's Memorial Day weekend. If you're watching the AEW show, you're watching it live. I'm just saying, you're watching it live, and then you're watching the NXT show the next day when we're all home from work. 
So everyone's going to make a big stink out of this. And at the end of the day, if you're wearing the AEW show, it's not that big of a deal. But it's very, very funny. On Saturday. What? Then they should have done it on Saturday. Well, Saturday they're doing the Saudi show. <laughs> I'm the not joking. I'm not joking. Yes. That Saturday is the Saudi show. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Because the King of the Ring, wait, we won't be talking about it on here, but the King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring show in Saudi Arabia is on Saturday that weekend. Ugh. <laughs> and they should have done it Saturday at night. I, I, I'm probably going to be during the day. I'm just telling you that's what they did. So there's literally going to be th- three shows in two days. One of them we won't cover on here because we don't cover Saudi shows. But that's just what's going on that weekend. All right, let's get to WrestleMania. To save time, instead of going to every single match, every single thing, every single thing, la 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 la, I started this year. Let's do WrestleMania superlatives, and we go through, and we go around the corner, around the horn here, and we talk about what we think here. So best match of the weekend. I'll start because then you guys can think about it. I already have my answer straight up, and that would be the triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship match between um, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew. Oh my God, that fucking match was amazing, and I loved every second of it. My favorite part was I texted you, Sal, and I said, if, you, if this crowd is telling you that three men just beating the shit out of each other can get over without doing anything special, they're literally just beating the shit out of each other for 20 minutes, and the crowd was electric for it, and that shows that it can still happen. Sal, so, go ahead. Uh, mine was uh, kind of a tie, that, and the, uh, the showcase, the men's showcase. Oh, yeah, that was, that was so much better than it deserved to be. (laughs) Yeah, I was very entertained by that. Uh, I was definitely sports entertained. Um, (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, like you said, it was... Like eighty thousand times better than what it should have been. I agree. Maybe because of the talent in the match, it was something to do with it. <laughs> I'm done. Match of the weekend for WrestleMania. I gotta go with the tag team championship okay. with uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and the, the Usos. I agree. I can go with that. I, I mean, like that. I like that one. It went back and forth, and how many times did they, they look like they were basically using? Sammy as a punching boy. That man and, can and, sell. That man can fucking sell. <laughs> and all of a sudden he digs in Kevin at the last minute and wham, bam, new energy comes to life. So, I mean, it was entertaining. You got back and forth. You got emotional. You, you were invested emotionally into it. So, I mean, I, I have to say that that would be the favor of the weekend. I can give you that. I'll tie it in with best finish. I have not celebrated at the end of a match so damn much than I did at the end of that match at the end of night one where I literally was smiling ear to fucking ear lost my voice from screaming at the end of that match I have never had a finish like that before since maybe WrestleMania 30 like I don't remember being that, that, that into a finish since Daniel Bryan won the title like it was so it, it was so crazy to watch and so much fun so more finishes like that please because that was exciting that was such a great ending Sal yeah, um, I don't even know what to pick here. Uh, best finish for me would be, I don't know, I guess I would, yeah, I guess I would pick that match too because it was pretty edge of your seat um, for like a good chunk of like the last three-fourths of the match. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I would pick the, the tag title match because yeah, it was it was pretty damn good. Dad? I have to agree with it. I mean, you you were so emotionally invested with the match, you wanted to stick around to see how it would end. And you were cheering for the underdogs no matter what. Yeah, I agree. It was exciting. I, I thought it was, when it was... By the way, so the place apparently did not empty out right away from people that were in the building. They stayed around to celebrate with KO and Sammy the entire time. Like, it was well, great. It was like 8 o'clock at night, so why not? <laughs> yeah, but the traffic. It's the traffic leaving. That was the problem. That's the problem in L.A. It was the traffic. I mean, and, and the crowd during this match, I mean... I want to watch the match back. I want to watch the match back without me being... I mean, everyone was cheering them on, and you could feel the electricity. I, I want to watch it back. I want to watch it back when I'm not, like, emotionally into it that much and, like, want to watch it with the crowd but I'm not screaming my head off <laughs> myself. Um, I, I, went, I went worst finish, but also it could be worst match finish, whichever you want to look at it. 
or what match she's going to do. And what match and what match ended worse for me? It was the women's four way tag match because yes. Ronda and Shayna won. They did nothing in this match at all. They literally did nothing except for, I know Ronda was hurt, but literally they don't have a win. They don't have a win the match. Take them out of the match. Like you don't need them in the match. You don't need her there. And Ronda literally rolled in, hit her finisher. And that's all she did in the entire match. And apparently, I missed this. Apparently, Shayna lost the boot. Somewhere in there, I don't, yes. know, I don't know what the hell happened there. I didn't catch that. that, yes. That was strange. That was a strange thing. Um, but now, how come they, the the uh, two other teams are now in the fight for number one contendership? Like, what sense does that make? Because Ronda's hurt. That's why. <laughs> Ronda's hurt. Why they call an audible and make them lose the match because the whole purpose of the match really was for the next contenders. Uh, allegedly. Because remember, the Street Profits did win the men's one, and then they are. I don't, I don't even know what the match was for. I don't think they know what those matches were for. I don't think they know what it was for. But um, other than that, Sal, any other finishes you're thinking of that were bad? Um, since it technically is considered a match, I'm going to say <laughs> uh, Miz versus Shane McMahon ah! which then into a triple threat. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell something funny about that. That's so funny about that. So in the um, on, on Mary's report that I was reading about, I wanted to start reading the people's opinions. Jason Powell and Wade Keller, they both put down, the match is so funny if you read the review, it says, Shane, it says, Miz versus Shane McMahon, winner, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it cracked me up, I laughed so hard at that. Snoop Dogg, though, the fact that he improv that is fucking amazing. Like, the fact that he improv all that was incredible to me. Yeah. But, no, Shane McMahon, Terry, is fucking quad. <laughs> I don't freaking jump. It might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Was it a quad or was it neat? It was a quad. No, it's, it's a quad. quad. It's a quad because the joke's going around now that he um, continues the family tradition of br- 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 messing up his quad. Because <laughs> Triple H did it twice, Vince did it twice in the same time. Like, it continues the family tradition. <laughs> it's the curse. Oh, my God. Dad had anything else besides those two. Uh, That's God. funny, though. That's um, funny, though. <laughs> I would have to say... Yeah, that that women's match. It was just. I mean, was was it was it me or because of Ronda's injury that the match was really too short? It was that was very short. It was very very short. Did she get injured during the match? No, she was already hurt. She was already hurt coming in. That's why she she hasn't wrestled. She hasn't wrestled in like a month. She's dealing with an old injury. She's dealing with an old judo injury. So that's the problem, like. So here you go, Shayna does all the work and all of a sudden. Shayna didn't even do the work. That's the problem. Shayna didn't do anything either. That's the problem. She didn't do anything the other, either. The other two just kind of like, they beat themselves up. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to pick the bones and here we go. I couldn't believe that's it. That's it. Um, best entrance, without a doubt. And I'm saying right now, I'm going to combine two here. The Dominic Mysterio. Dumb sure. prison Dom entered with the cops into Rey yeah. Mysterio with Snoop Dogg. Okay, let me just, I, will, I will say this as one big sentence for those who did not see this. It was Dominic Music Dominic Dominic Mysterio. Oh, Bad Bunny's on commentary. That's number one. Bad Bunny's on commentary. <laughs> That's the first thing. And then we go to we fade to black and we cut to a jail cell, a full jail cell, and Dom Dom is in the jail cell. And they take him out in handcuffs <laughs> and put him in the back of a paddy wagon. And then they back the paddy wagon out on the stage at WrestleMania. His music hits, and they have a full police escort of him in handcuffs wearing the Rey Mysterio mask. Which, by the way, was the Rey Mysterio mask from um, the Halloween Havoc. Yes. Against Eddie Guerrero. He's wearing that mask. Mm-hmm. He's wearing that mask. Takes the mask off. The crowd is booing the hell out of him, which is amazing to watch. Like, how happy was this family? But it is all said and done. Like, he gets in the ring. He, in handcuffs. They uncuff him. He gets in the ring. And all of a sudden, we hear um, Ain't Nothing But a G thing playing. And Snoop Dogg is driving a lowrider with <laughs> through the tunnel. And then Ray, and then they go through the tunnel, and Eddie Guerrero's music hits, Viva La Rasa, hits on the speaker. The place goes crazy, and then Ray gets up there, and his music hits. This is all in a matter of five, six minutes. This might be one of the best entrance combos I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen anything like it. Like, it was so crazy. And it was such a, like, one thing after another, or literally one thing after another in this entrance. It was like the weirdest game of Mad Libs I've ever played in my life. And then you go over, and you see Snoop Dogg, like, sitting in the car, like, sitting in the car with his, his, his custom champion 
punch a belt that's grooving. There's music. It was so bizarre, but it was so much fun. Was there anything better than that, Sal? No, everything you said. <laughs> I, I will give I will give credit to Edge for having Slayer as his theme music. That was unsurprising. That was shocking to me. The fact that I heard Slayer on WWE programming might be one of the most surprising things I've been to say this year. <laughs> I don't understand why he was being referred to as... Uh, brood Edge. That was weird. Was that was weird. Never too. ever referred to as Brood Edge, and it wasn't even the Brood theme. I know that was weird. That was very strange. I understood what they were trying to do, but I did. I enjoyed the music, but that was strange. You're also right. Dad, any other thoughts besides the girl thing, or that was the top one for you as well? Uh, sorry, I thought, I, the material thing. I'm sorry, the material pro- thing. Sorry. Probably the most. If you have to put cutest entrance, was Bianca Belair. And, oh, true. And yes. Bianca Belair and the girls. I will do what I'll give a shout out to Roman's entrance with the pianos because I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for anytime you bring an instrument out and play some of the theme music and it's so damn accurate. I'm always a sucker for that. So that was for me. Like when you bring out like when Shitsuke had the guitarists or like John Cena had the marching band. I think Bianca also had a marching band. Like I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. I always have been. So mm-hmm. um, most surprising match and will go and Sal brought it up already was that fatal four-way men's match. There is no reason on any that that match deserved to be nearly as good as it was and for them to, and that probably why night one was so damn good because that match also was so damn good like mm-hmm. there's no reason why it should be that good there was no reason for it oh man Sal anything else besides that um, just to be different I'll say uh, I was very highly impressed with uh, Charlotte versus Rhea I thought that was a very well done match people mm-hmm. are calling that one of the best like championship matches of all time People are calling it that. Not yeah. women's matches. One of the best championship matches of all time. Like, yeah. So, I, I really... That was phenomenal. Like, I did not know they had that in them. I had when, no clue they had that in them. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. My question... When they did that move and, and Charlotte did the flip, did she miscalculate and plan to fall on her face? Or was that... <laughs> I don't the... know. I don't know. I, I'm so glad she didn't get a concussion from that. I'm so glad she never got a concussion during anything that I happened was, in that match. I was hoping that she would not break her nose again. Nose, but... neck, or concussion. Anything in there. I was really worried about yeah. them at certain points of that I mean, match. <laughs> it, the way it looked, like, she lost footing and she smacked her face pretty good. So, um, no, I, I, would, I would have to agree. I mean... Which one's one of us? There was two answers here. <laughs> uh, I thought we were talking about... The, Most surprising. The we were talking about... Yeah. Uh, he brought up Rhea versus, um, Rhea versus Charlotte. I was bringing up yeah. the tag match. So that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I guess the most surprising thing was um, the uh, Miz and uh, Logan Paul. Oh, it was the and... Miz. That was Seth. That was Seth. That was Seth that Logan was Paul. Seth? That was Seth Logan Paul. Miz was, um, Miz, Miz was the host, Miz was remember? The host. Miz was hanging yeah. out with Snoop Dogg all night and the Snoop was putting him in matches yeah. for no reason. That's it what was, was going on. Logan's, <laughs> Logan Paul's business partner kind of turning on Logan Paul. No, he didn't. He didn't turn and on him at all. In, no, he didn't. Yeah, Dad, you, you, you did not watch the same match, obviously. Miz, no, 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 no. That did not how it happened. Um, who was it? KSI? Is that his name? I didn't know who the fuck he was. CJ knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. CJ knew who he was. Yeah. CJ went crazy. CJ went fucking... By the way, if you ever want to know... If you ever want to know what that match... The old Logan Paul thing is for... Was CJ in his room... Talking to his yep. friends on PS4... Screaming and yelling... Enjoying the living hell... Out of watching Logan Paul get his ass kicked. Like, that's what that was for. Like, that was for him. That was for him. But, um... The KSI... What happened there was... KSI came out dressed in a prime bottle. But that's a mm-hmm. sentence I didn't think yeah. I'd say. <laughs> dressed in a pride bottle. And um, uh, and then he got pulled by Seth onto the table. And that's why Logan Paul went through the, him through a table. That's what happened there. There was no, yeah. there was no turning on it. Seth pulled him in the way. <laughs> um, I was, by, by the way, moving on. Both after, before I forget. The most bizarre thing about I forgot to mention on the Mysterio entrance was the Simitros Crunch Dumb. Mascot that was randomly there for no reason. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Which, yes, by yes. the way, by the way, Sal found out that was still Ruka, in the costume. And yeah, it's still really? Ruka. So that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty damn cool. Um, another thing I do want to throw out there because the most disappointing match for the next match. You know what match surprised the shit out of me that did not disappoint me was Brock and Almas because they got in and out fast. Like I said last week, if the only way this match is going to work is if we get in and out in like three minutes. It's exactly what they did. <laughs> we didn't sit there long. We opened up this, this night two with it. We got in and out and it was done. So, but most disappointing, I will start here and I will say, and I'll be honest with you, the Hell in a Cell match. 
And I understand we had the Finn injury. And apparently they shaved about 10 minutes off the match because they were worried about Finn. And I understand that. I get it. But I don't know. It just didn't work for me no. personally. It didn't work. Like it was, And I love Edge. And I really enjoyed the Demon. And I really love how I saw matches. But I don't know. I feel like they just didn't have their timing. And maybe it was the Finn injury. Maybe that's what it was. But I just didn't feel like they had their timing. And it just didn't work for me personally. Um, and I, I will always make fun of people that break out color-coordinated weapons. I'll always make fun of it. Because I, I, as much as I laugh at Gold... I, I, I love when Gold does it. For some reason, anyone else does it. It's stupid. So the, the purple Kendo... <laughs> purple and red. Purple and red colors that they brought out. That was weird. Um, so yeah, the Hell in a Cell match was not that good. And I really wanted it to be. I really wanted it to be a lot more than it was. So, so okay, it, didn't yeah, live yeah. Up to the, it didn't live up to the hype. Though. No, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely. I'm happy it's okay. over. I'm happy it's over My, and done with. <laughs> My understanding is the cell they used was like the original it one. Was. They used it was. Time ago. It's exactly what it was. It's exactly what it was. Sal, any, anything else besides the Hell in a Cell? How do you were disappointed by it? You were talking to me how bad it was. Disappointed by that where we were. Yeah. Um, yeah, aside from the obvious, which was the women's uh, showcase match, I was disappointed in. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely the, uh, the Hell in a Cell match just because... Uh, yeah, it just it seemed all. I don't know if it was because this feud has been going on for so long, and then it took like a break, and then like no one fucking gave a shit anymore, and then they just brought it back, and I, I don't know what it was, and maybe it was just a combination of things. Um, I mean, if it was cut short, yeah, I understand why, but like, I don't know, it just it didn't seem like a hell in a cell match to me. It just felt like a cage match with a, with a roof on it and with weapons. Yeah, yeah, it was weapons. Like it was like a lethal lockdown in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, Dad, Dad, are you agreeing with us or anything else you want to bring up here? We need to point. Oh, no, I'm agreeing with you. I just, as a fan, I felt cheated because I expected more, and then when more didn't come, you just kind of went, ho 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 hum. Let's hope the next match is better. And by the way, for those that give them crap for having to stop the match for Finn, I understand why they did it. They wanted to make sure he didn't have a concussion, and apparently he needed what was it? Um, them twelve staples. After it was all said and done, look, I, I get it. I understand it. Or it's it's I get it. Like it, I am never gonna stop and tell them don't check on somebody just in case they almost died. I completely right. get it. <laughs> like, right. It was a shocking moment, and I give yeah. Edge all the credit in the world for like I'm gonna get weapons out while we're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> we're weapons out. Like I appreciated that moment, but I don't know. Okay, medical so. protocols basically our number one priority exactly and if it's kind of you know going to a match and basically oh, no. look at how the wrestler is no i get it i understood why they did it trust me i understand um finally the what the f moment of the weekend and i'm sorry it, it is snoop dogg <laughs> it's gotta be snoop dogg saving the magic and shaving man with the men. i'm sorry well watching snoop dogg at the people's elbow might just be one of the ones what the fuck did i just see moment <laughs> i've seen in a very very long time <laughs> Well, we're gonna get a referee, and I'm gonna leave. Well, Jesse Carr was there the whole time. It was really bizarre, but I, I, I have to be there. Um, Sal, uh, the mascots <laughs> that really bugged people. That really bugged people. <laughs> and, 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 and random um, sponsorships, and then they had the Intuit TurboTax logo up for the whole match for that first one that they sponsored. And uh, the board they made it, but didn't they? Didn't they um, sponsor both main events or something like that? And then like that's how everyone found out what the main event of night one was because they're like the main event sponsored by TurboTax. Well, that's how we found out the tag team match for the main event of night one. <laughs> they did that during the pre-show. <laughs> and then the match was sponsored by Snickers. Oh, oh that's, no, the whole show was Snickers. The whole show was Snickers. Oh, yeah, the thing of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There was also the, at least the Prime thing made sense because that made man from Logan Paul. He would do that like that actually made right. sense like the random cinematic what was that movie they were promoting during the hell in a cell match that was also strange oh the uh the exorcist uh the yeah. pope's exorcist or some shit that was strange as well like that was bizarre like yeah i can agree with you on the weird sponsorships throughout the show that was weird dad anything else i would say the what the fuck moment was the, the way logan paul came in oh yeah that... <laughs> it, it was like Shades of HBK. Holy yeah. crap. I give him credit for trying something, but it didn't work. <laughs> it did not work no, he, at he, all. He didn't, 
he didn't get the response he wanted and or did he or did he that's the best part or did he (laughs) i I, I don't think he did and the way he came down and then he's trying to go dumb shit forgot he's still tethered in yeah that was he wants to walk that was very funny that was very funny oh um so overall can we just all agree that night one was better than night two can we all agree with that like Uh... Yeah, I would I would say so. Yes. Yeah, because night one was so great. Like night one might be one of the best pay per view like days WWE's put on in a long, long time. Like yeah. that was such a great first day, and then the second day was just weird. The second day was just weird and bizarre. Se- second night, uh, I, I, all I'm gonna say is, uh, if if you want someone to break a record, then damn, you know, then don't build this up. Okay, well, and, we'll talk about it. We haven't talked about it. Nobody brought it up, so I'll bring it up real fast. The ending of the show. Ahead. Sal called it last week. I'll give him credit. I'll give him all the credit in the world. Sal called it. He said yes. Roman Reigns is going to win and retain the title, and we're going for a 1,000 days. Sal called it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take it away. By the way, Sal, 1,000 days is, is also Memorial Day weekend. Uh-huh. So that is Memorial Day weekend, which is the same weekend as the Saudi show and NXT and Double or Nothing. Same weekend. So there you go. He'll probably break 1,000 days in Saudi Arabia. Go figure how that how that happens in this in this era, but um, but no, that's that's what that is. I, okay, now looking back at it, I was disappointed in the moment. I was very disappointed in the moment. I'm not gonna bullshit you. I was very disappointed in the moment, but looking back at it, I understand what they did. I got it. I get it. I understand. Especially now that the sale happened, Roman's the face of the company. I understand why they did it. Um. I don't know. I just, I, and now that we're setting up Cody versus Brock, which is okay with me, I don't mind it. I don't mind that at all. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. And you actually give Cody something to do that doesn't involve a championship. So that'd be nice. Cause he's only had one of the feud and that was Steph. So like, we have to have an actual feud that doesn't involve a championship. So I don't mind that at all. Um, so I have to ask you a question. This is going to sound like a very old person right now. Um, last week, <laughs> last week we were doing the show. And you dropped twice. LOL Bloodline wins. LOL Roman Reigns wins. Where the hell did that come from? Because I heard that on other podcasts. I've never heard that before you said it. Where did that uh, come from? <laughs> from when Cena would win all the time and the thing was LOL Cena wins. I've never heard that. So I never heard really? that. I never, ever heard that. Oh, really? So, okay. So I never heard it. So I was just like, where the hell did that come from? I heard it on a different yeah. podcast too. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I'm telling your thoughts on Roman winning. <laughs> um, I'm glad. Because I, I have a thing with people coming in automatically getting a title shot and winning it right away. Because I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the way that gets set up. I mean, there, there, there's, there's a sequence that should follow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bringing somebody in and then having him win the Royal Rumble... Which was like, you know, the most obvious thing ever. You know what I mean? Just like when Drew McIntyre won. Like everyone knew Drew but you McIntyre. Know what, was... But you know what though? I appreciated Drew winning. I think with Cody winning, would it have been different if he didn't get hurt? And he wasn't off for eight eight months? Would it have been different? Oh, well that would have that would have hurt helped too, yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, that was something that I got brought up in another places so like would it have been different if he wasn't out for eight months? Yeah. Yeah, so that's you're going with your point. You're going with your point. You know what I mean? Like I mean I just I kinda wish just one final thought. I kind of wish the finish was honestly clean because mm-hmm. I think it would have solidified more. Roman is the guy, mm-hmm. and you know how dare you think otherwise? Because I mean, this constant outside interference bullshit now is just it's making what him... Roman does. But it's what Roman does. Yeah, but it's making him look fucking weak, in my opinion. Okay, like, exactly. He, he needs to have. He needed to have a clean win so he could have showed up on Monday and said, F you, mm-hmm. I'm here to stay and I'm not and I'm not going anywhere, like how Triple H said it. Right. Mm-hmm. But like these constant interferences is just it's getting old. It's like old news now. It's like just, you know, you're supposed to be the thousand day champion. You've had the title for three WrestleManias in a row. It's all the same insane. reign. Which is insane, by the way. <laughs> it's insane. It's the same fucking title reign. You know, you gotta you gotta show that you belong there and that this isn't a fluke. And you know, having your cousin stick his thumb in someone's fucking windpipe isn't really a, a, a trophy moment. You know what I mean? 
Fair enough. Um, Dad, any other thoughts? Yeah, I think that match with Roman and uh, Cody, to me, was bittersweet because you had all this buildup with Cody and the vignettes and everything, and you were emotionally invested in it, and you, you were hoping beyond hope that something would change. And then the ref pup happens, and family comes in to save Roman's ass. Mm -hmm. Once again, without mm -hmm. family, would he have won? Probably not. But when you have family come in and basically do all your dirty work and what's left of the scraps, I mean, that's how you want to win? I mean, you want to win that way and say, yeah, okay, I'll take it? Nah, for being the head of the table, come on, prove you're the head of the table. Be a man. Have some balls and do it on your own. Enough Don't said. forget the chicken. There you go. I, I can't even really say much about that. But Sal, this one last, one last time. Fuck Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so let me say one more thing. This has nothing to do with the rest of me. I just want to vent about one thing about this. So I'm a big podcast listener. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And um, I listen to One Puck Stupid, which is a hockey podcast. They have a Patreon page that I, I, I subscribe to because they have a, really, a bunch of really cool audio on their own Patreon site. They do a wrestling show called Superplex, which is a great name. I'm not going to lie. But... I actually, they, they, first of all, if you're going to do a WrestleMania preview show, put it up on Friday, not on Saturday. That's number one. <laughs> number one. Put it up on Friday morning like we usually do the latest. Or, not on like late Friday night. That's number one. <laughs> number two. So, I'm like, I have an hour and a half between like finishing NXT and um, WrestleMania night one. So, I'm like, I'm going to listen to this podcast because I like, I, I really like their show. So, I tune in. And within 15 minutes, I turned it off because they pissed me off because the one thing that I hate and I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. This is why I hate wrestling social media. It's when you make other wrestling fans feel stupid. When you make other wrestling fans feel like they don't know what they're talking about. When they make other wrestling fans be like, well, you should have known that. You're, you're obviously not that big a wrestling fan because you didn't see that coming. Or you should know this person. Or blah, 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 blah. I hate that shit. It's one of my... I hate it! Hey, oh my god. It's just, I despise that attitude. And for wrestling fans out there that are listening to this, I know we have an audience listening to this. And I'll put this clip up for people to hear it. If this is your attitude, go fuck yourself. Because I am so sick and tired of people like, like for instance, when Vikingo came on AEW and no one knew who he is. If you don't want Triple A, you don't know who Vikingo is. And the answer was, Google it. Instead of AEW, you know, doing the work and playing a video package or hyping it up and doing something mm -hmm. along those lines. It ended up being a great match, but at the point. That's not my point. Right. My point is, stop making wrestling fans feel stupid because then all you're doing is hurting the fan base. And I'm sorry, wrestling is a niche product. We're a niche group. We don't, we're not like, I know WWE is now being, got bought by Endeavor, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, we're wrestling fans. Wrestling fans are a niche group. We are not the mainstream. I hate to tell people this. We're not mainstream evil. So stop acting like everyone knows everything. I'm so sick and tired of it. I just need to get into my system because it's bothering me for weeks. And last week I didn't have the time because they had so much going on. Okay. I take a breath. Okay. I'm done now. I just need to get down into my system. Let me, let me kind of elaborate a little bit on what you said is... With the fans, you have to realize now that there's a new fan base with the younger audience and the kids. And here's the thing. Fuck kids the aren't vested <laughs> – or how can I say Kids don't know the ins and outs of the business like adults do. So, I mean, the kids enjoy it for what it is, entertainment. I don't even worry about kids. I don't even worry about the kids. I'm worried about people like, say, Mandy, who does not follow other things. And then she's watching AEW confused because she doesn't know who people are. Right. Guess what? Google it is not an answer. Fuck, I hate that. Google it's not an answer. <sighs> Sorry, I just—it's been bothering me for weeks. I needed to get out of my system. Got it. Okay. That being said, let's get out of here. Um, tradition, we end with the night two main event winner, and that would be one Roman Reigns. And by the way, for the first time in probably I don't know a decade, we actually are ending the show with the same song two weeks in a row. But that never happens. That never actually <laughs> ever happens. It didn't happen on purpose. It was just how things happened this week. <laughs> Um, so, Sal, take it away. Go. Uh, for more information on our show, including where you can find us on social media uh, or watch the show on YouTube, go to theblakestoncher.com. Don't forget to comment and, or leave a rating and review, and we will read our show. Um, Dad, say your thing. Go. Hey, it's always been your pleasure, and please, if you happen to have a local independent wrestling organization where you preside, please go and watch these people perform. These are the young men and women 
They're coming up in the world of professional wrestling, sports entertainment, and they want to get to that next level to go on to a major corporation and company. And you'll be amazed on what they can do and how they entertain you. Uh, and these kids, and I, I got to say kids because they're younger than that, hell of all younger than I am, are there to make sure that you're entertained and that you get your money's worth. And that's what it is. So go patronize these people and watch them grow and develop. All right, well, tomorrow you will hear my review on Saturday of C2E2. It's, a, it's not that long of a show. It's about two and a half hours. I was there for one day, and I only did a couple of panels, but the, the Boy and Drill panel was so much fun. So definitely go and listen to that. Also, there'll be clips on our YouTube page from the Boy and Drill panel. Next week, me and Dad will be here. We're reviewing AW Dynamite and Rampage that we're going to be seeing with Mandy and CJ next week here in Milwaukee. So that'll be on next Friday's show. That being said, let's get out of here. I'm Blake. Hello. I'm Mark. And you've been listening to The Blake and South Show with Mark. Have a good day, everybody. Love you guys. See ya. so very much goodbye and good night bye bye bitch